Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's that time of the day and you have just joined in two generations of inspiration and I am your host, Angie Grayson. I'm so glad that you all have tuned in. I hope that this show is um, a really riveting one for you and guess what? It is just me. I'm home alone, (laughs) y'all. They have abandoned me. Love don't live here anymore. Ooh-wee. They have all abandoned me. And I am your season finale because we're going to be like the show Empire. And we're going to um, have our season finale and then come back in two months. So we hope you guys are still listening and still be our friends out there. Um, but we will be back in two months. We need to get some things together and everybody going on vacation and, and just taking a, a, a well-deserved rest. Well, as always, this show is brought to you by Grade A Solutions, where we provide a gamut of educational services for you, for your children, for your churches, your organizations, anything you need. You need to check out our website, MyGradeASolutionsLLC.com. Again, MyGradeASolutionsLLC.com. Give us a call. Check us out. We're there to help. All right? Well, I'm not going to prolong the issue or the day. I do have the what's happening. You know, I get to do that by by myself. What's happening? So I do have that today. And um, I just want to talk a little bit about petty. Come on, somebody. I just want to talk a little bit about petty. Now, recently, I have expanded my, let's see, my diversity background, my diversification, okay? And so what I've learned, and I don't know about anybody else, but what I have learned is this, petty slash mess occurs in every gender, every race, every economic background, every workplace, every church organization, petty slash mess is in every entity that we that exists. And this is what I know. I know this. I know that if you are around petty slash mess, if you put up with it, then you are also a part of it. Mm. I like that. If you put up with it, you're also a part of it. If you put up with pettiness and mess around you, and that can go on in your environment, then you're part of the problem. What I believe is you have to be firm with it, and you have to eradicate it immediately. It must go. It must go. You cannot have businesses. You cannot have successful organizations. You cannot have successful friendships. You can't have any of those things if you operate with the mindset that it's okay to tolerate pettiness and mess. And that's what's my, that's my what's happening because I feel like that message needs to come out to everyone. You cannot put up with petty slash mess. If you do, you're part of it. Come on, somebody. I know I got some amens out there. I know. I know I got some amens. And, you know, it's just key. What what I found, you know, just in experience, you know, it could be a workplace of four people and still what? Patty slash mess. It could be a church with nine members. Guess what? Patty slash mess. It could be a huge organization. I ain't going to name no names, but a huge organization, petty slash mess. And the the indicator of everything is how you respond to it. Either you're going to be a big girl and big boy, or you're going to be a little baby. And you know what? Success has no room for that. Success has no room for people who 
tolerate petty and mess. Okay? I just want to say that. That was in my spirit to say. So that's free. You know, it's free to anybody that receives it. But if you put up with that in your environment, then don't complain about it. Don't complain about it, not one bit. And, you know, I just pray because in in my past, I have been a person that likes to avoid conflict. And so by avoiding conflict, I allowed certain things to go on that should not have gone on. And so if God gives me a second chance, He, you better believe this girl is going to be on fire. You know, and I'm going to do it with the fruit of the spirit. Spirit, I said spirit, ugh, the fruit of the spirit in mind, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm going to operate in, in, in love, but there is stern love that says, I'm not going to put up with this pettiness. Could nobody be around Jesus petty? Nobody, none of them disciples. He went into the temples and turned up the tables because they was petty and messy. Uh-uh, he don't play that. And so if we pattern ourselves to be after Christ, we got to take those things to heart. So that was my what's happening. It was a public service message for people that needed to hear that. All right. Well, are y'all ready for today's topic? Today's topic, I don't know if many of you know, but I have written a book called The Whatnots of Entrepreneurship. And I am going to today take our finale to discuss the whatnots of entrepreneurship. And so I'm really excited about it. I am truly excited. Now, I'm looking at the phone, and I think we have a caller. I hope it's my family. Let me see. Let's see here. Hello, caller. Do we have a caller on the line? This is Alexis. <laughs> she didn't leave me out there, y'all. I feel so low. I feel so low. Lex, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know nobody's number by heart. So I was like, ooh, I'm hoping this is a friend, a, a relative, a daughter, a son. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard my what's happening before I go into today's topic, but my what's happening was um, eliminating petty slash mess out of your life, out of your workplace, out of your church, out of your home, out of anything that you have. If you put up with it, then you are part of it. What say ye? What you think about that? I heard your what's happening. I definitely agree. Um, I have to agree with you on that. I do not like to put up or engage um, in a lot of those petty manners, and so I will find myself at work or at home or something just walking away to clear my head so that I do not join in those type of situations because it, it does take a toll, and you do become part of the problem once you engage into those petty activities. So, I did hear hear your what's happening, and I totally, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. All right. I got some amens in the place. And I'm going to – huh? Go ahead. Oh, I okay. I got another caller on here. I think okay. this is my nephew. I think. Let me see here. Let's see. Let's, let's unmute. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Hello? Do we have a caller? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Y'all, I thought I was going to be on this call alone. I got my daughter and I got my nephew. Well, come on, somebody. <laughs> you better come on in this house. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so, look, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Y'all, this is my oh, nephew, Henry Meadows. And so... Um, I don't know if you heard the what's happening, but the what's happening is stop putting up with petty slash mess. And mm. if you put up with it, you are a part of it. It's Absolutely. in every, okay. I said, it's in every gender, every race, yeah. every church, yeah. every 
organization, every business. I have seen it in every in in the rich man and the poor man, in the medium yeah. man. You know, I've seen it everywhere. And I think with 48 years of experience of life, I have come to the conclusion that if you put up with it, you become a part mm-hmm. of it. What say you? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I agree with that. Um, you know, we have a there's an old saying, you know, uh, the um, birds of a feather flock together, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I think that it's 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 all it, it all stems from the mentality of an individual. Um, and not only the mentality, but the experience. Because some people are just messy people. Come on now, mm-hmm. and and and, Come on. Um, and and not just being messy, but some people are uh, mentally uh, decreased, <laughs> if I could say. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we got that. And I, I don't know, you know, and you. Um, you know, Angie, sometimes you know I'll be joking sometimes. I don't know if you remember me telling you, I said, well, you need to come up in your mind. You know, but I, you know, sometimes I'm I'm saying that jokingly, but a lot of times I'm meaning that seriously is that a lot of us have to come up. We have to come yeah. up. And watch this. In, in, in the mind, now we're still talking about being petty. Watch this. In the mind lies the roads or the thought trafficking. Okay, so mm-hmm. we have to be careful of the things that we allow to traffic our thought, our thoughts, or the road of our thoughts, because things that traffic leave seeds, and then those seeds Come on are planted in our watch this they're planted in our minds, and then they set root or imagination, and then mm-hmm. after that, those roots are set. Then it creates what? It yields behavior. Come on, yeah. And then Come after on. that, we have then we have a lifestyle of, of whatever you know we have allowed to grow. Um, but you know, and like you said, you know, this thing um, kind of stems in every class. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not on here talking about politics, but I mean, you know, we can find some of that, a lot of that stuff that even in our president. Come on now. Come on. Petty, you you are too petty. You're petty. You're not. And 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 a lot of times, people use those type of things or issues, those petty things or those small things, to offset bigger fish that they are dealing with. Come on, somebody, and to masquerade uh, those bigger issues. But um, uh, I hope. I and I just, you know, you look at it, and I just, I just. You know, I, it could be us three, right? And it, yes. it can be issues, right? But as long yes. as everyone is mature enough and 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 have the expertise of handling issues, we can disagree. Mm-hmm. We can have conflict. Mm-hmm. But see, sometimes what happens is somebody thinks they're haughtier than somebody else. And so then you get indignation, then you get pride, then you get all these other things that lead to pettiness. Because where there's pettiness, there's competition. Where there's competition, Mm. there's jealousy and there's pride. Mm. And there's all these Mm. other kind of things that are tied into the bad seed. And honey, let me tell you, Henry III, you have just deemed a a, a saying in my head. You said thought Mm. trafficking. I'm through. We can end the podcast right there, like sex trafficking, right? Human trafficking. You said thought trafficking. You better come on. Yes, yes. Come on over here. They thought trafficking. You better. My God. I love it. TT, can I say this? Can I say this? You know what? And 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 another word that I brought out was, uh, um, you know, when I was talking about the thought trafficking, I was talking about the seeds. So we have to watch what because seeds traffic our uh, thoughts, looking to plant in our minds. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. so you have seeds of pride. You have oh, yeah. of, of 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 seeds, all type of. Of different seeds that just traffic and create these uh, behaviors of of a pettiness and small um, 
um, small-mindedness. Uh, uh, um, uh, this is another thing I'm also hearing is a seeds of arrogancy. Seeds of arrogance. Mm-hmm. Like, people, people deal. People have been dealing with it. I don't care how much money you're making. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care who you think you are. You can deal with this. You can deal with the spirit of arrogance. You can you can deal with it, and these things can take captive. They can take your mind. They can hijack your mind because of the thought mm-hmm. track. Watch this. Because of these thoughts, these things can hijack your mind. If it hijacks your mind, because that's what the devil wants. You don't care nothing about your money. You don't care nothing about who you think you are. He wants your mind. There is a battle over your mind, and if he can hijack your mind, he can hijack your lifestyle. Oh, Mm-hmm. And and therefore make you abort what what God had for you because you can't follow His plan and your your plan your thoughts you know because the Bible says His thoughts are not our thoughts. Come on. And so if it's thought trafficking going on, then you have just landed yourself into your own thoughts, and Absolutely. you can't serve. You can't can't reach the goal in your thoughts because the thoughts that he has for us you know you know, you know it's just it's just. can I say this auntie it, 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 and, and the scripture tells us to to bring those 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 imaginations that are contrary into captivity to the, mm-hmm. come on now now the, and, and, but if you're not it, oh I don't see it. you're taking me to somewhere else I'm, I'm not trying to really go <laughs> But if you're not walking in the spirit, because mm-hmm. the scripture says that many people, many people have the formalities of God, but deny His power. So your formalities, denying the power this. thereof. Come on. I, and I'm not. When, this next statement I'm going to say has nothing to do with you. Nothing at all. I'm talking about other people that are in other places. But your formalities can get you on the radio. Your formalities can get you on TV. Your, 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 your mm-hmm. formalities can put you out there. But many people, are, and there are many people on the radio. There are many people on TV. You know, through these uh, various channels, but they deny the power of God because there is a battle. The enemy, the enemy has them blinded. In so many areas, and watch this. God has. Let me tell you something. What God has for you, it's for you. Come on now. Yes, it is. And what he, <laughs> yeah, and and what he does is that he equips you through life, through situations. Uh, but it is not his will. The scripture tells us that he delights in our prosperity. When you are yes. petty, baby, you are not prosperous, and you are nope. not prosperous in your mind. You are not Sonic prosperous growth. in your Come on, I'm okay. I'm, I'm quitting. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Stunt it, growth. That's Ooh. that's what I hear. Yeah. You stunt yeah. your growth. It's a, you stunt your growth, and, and 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 you have to get to a point in your life where I am going to sever the head of the snake. I am not going to allow these. Things that have been haunting me, that have been um, that have been uh, following me uh, to keep me and to, like you said, to stunt my growth in various areas of my life, in various areas in, in, in my mind, keeping me captive. You know, you ain't got to be in nobody. You ain't got to be in the Lake County jail to be in jail. You can be in jail in your mind and be walking out in, in the in the earth every day. Yeah, so you're God, right. He wants us free. He wants us free from. He wants us free from these thoughts. He wants us free. What did I tell you? Thoughts create or yield behaviors, and uh, behaviors uh, uh, will uh, yield or rather create your uh, your lifestyle. And and like you said, it can be you can you can you can be making triple digits all the way down to the to the poorest person. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well. What we're talking about will actually lead into um, today's discussion. So for many of you out there, I'm not sure if you know, but I did um, write a book called The Whatnots of Entrepreneurship. And actually, I deal with Petty um, in my book um, as far as it concerns with entrepreneurship. But today's show is really to go over the book 
and, um, you know, kind of have a discussion about some of the topics in the book. Um, And this becomes our finale for the summer season and we'll be back in the fall. But um, again, the book is called The Whatnots of Entrepreneurship. You can purchase it on Amazon. Um, I want to first start off by reading the foreword. So I don't know if you have the book or not, but here's the foreword. I'm going to read it because that's free. Okay. This foreword was by my husband. So I'm really excited. It says to my lovely wife, I say, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up up with with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. Honey, ever since I've known you, you have always dared to be different. 30 years ago in the hallways of Emerson VPA, come on tornadoes, the spirit of the Lord showed me that one day you would be my wife. The only thing that was clear to me at that time was that you were good looking, smart, down to earth, and a hard worker. But as I came to know you, I really married a miracle. Someone who was not supposed to be able to conceive had three healthy sons. Only a miracle working God could be so mindful of me to bless me with someone like you. Over the last 23 years, it has been both rewarding and challenging to be married to someone like you. The one thing I do know is that you have proven to be my ride or die chick. I don't know about that, but no. (laughs) A strong woman who has many ideas cannot be kept in a box. On one hand, I believe you should stay in one place of employment to earn a secure financial future with a job. And on the other hand, I'm thinking she's just one idea from being a millionaire. So let the eagle fly. What a dilemma. In this book, there were many mistakes you made and had to overcome. However, maturity comes at a great cost. Oftentimes, when you were in the process, those who were closest to you would receive the deepest cuts and wounds along the way. During the Educare days, I wasn't so confident that our marriage would stand because, in my opinion, you were married to your work instead of your husband and family, which you came to admit later down the line. However, we have found that all things really do work for the good to them who are called according to God's purpose. The one thing you and I both have in common is that we both love and have a solid relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is our love for God and each other that has allowed our union to stay strong and live to tell about the mistakes we both have made along the way. I believe this book encompasses the tools and advice needed to minister to the young entrepreneur and be a guide to avoid the pitfalls of zeal and immaturity. Thank God for the next idea. Yours truly, Timmy. Wasn't that a nice forward? Yes. Yes. Yes, that was really nice. He was. He was a good, he did, he did his thing. He's supposed to be writing his book soon. So we're going to hold him to that. We announced it on the podcast. So you all hold him to that. Well, we're going to do, yes, we're going to do like a book club book study. So the first chapter was what not number one, don't ever think that you're not enough. What do y'all think about that? So uh, when I first, first. I, when I when I first uh, thought about the business, and Henry Third, you were here, you were around. Um, mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. a business partner um, because, okay. you know, I was kind of intimidated and afraid mm. to do this thing by myself, and so mm. I was looking for a mentor. I was looking for a business partner. And it just didn't work out. God just was like, no, I called you. And who I call, I qualify. But I I was, you know, with the business, I had prayed up, I had fast, and I had done everything that I needed to do. But implementation of the knowledge of the word is wisdom. Woo! Yes. You know, and I had not yet internalized what I was studying, 
You know what I'm saying? You know, I knew I was a bad sister, but I didn't know how bad I would be in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And so those, those, those things that made me feel inferior, I had not Mm. dealt with them. And so my Mm -hmm. message to folks is you are enough. Because God, God didn't make anything that could not withstand. So we have to learn to lean on him and know that you most certainly are enough. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I believe, you know, I believe that God, and again, remember I told said earlier about God equipping us. And I believe that um, he places different, watch this, the different gifts that you operate in, whatever the gifts may be, I mean, there are various thousands of gifts that God has out here for mankind. Whatever your gifts are, God has placed some things in you for you to prosper. In this worldly system, he placed those gifts in you to prosper off of those gifts. So I believe that uh, that there is, I believe that the more than enough is in you. <laughs> you know how we, you know how we sing the song, "You're more than enough." You know that song, Angie. You're more than enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jehovah Jireh. You're more than enough. Well, that more than enough is in you, and it's and, and it lies that sufficiency lies within the gifts that are in you. So, in, for example, you know the gifts, uh, the, the 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 writing. You know, because I, I believe it's in me too, and I would like your help in um in uh, in that endeavor as well. Uh, but how God has placed that's one of your gifts. How God has placed that thing in you to reach out to various people um, um, through the through composition <clears throat> and 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 and, and uh, to to express whatever um, is placed in the in the spirit of your heart uh, that will go out. Uh, to the eyes and ears of mankind, but um, also God not only has placed that just to say, oh, well, she's a composer, (laughs) Uh, she's just a writer, but auntie, I believe that, and I told you this when you had came to to Memphis, Uh, I believe I told you this, I don't know if it was in person or when we were over the phone, but I told you, I said there were going to be various channels, there are are multiple uh, channels that are coming up out of that, do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do, Do well honey, I'm ready for them to manifest, do you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Come on and manifest. But you know, it's not just me though. It's all of us. Like like you, like Lex. You know, God mm-hmm. has what God has done, that desire, he he put that seed in me, right? And so he nourishes what he seeds in us. And so we just yes. have to have enough faith in him because these ideas, people have million dollar ideas all the time. But what will stop people, what what stops people is their thought trafficking. Come on. Come on now. (laughs) That's the prophetic message. Come on. (laughs) It's your thought trafficking. Because how many blessings have you talked yourself out of? Mm -hmm. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. My God. My God. Woo. What you think, Lex? How many blessings you talk yourself out of? Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. a good handful, and I'm only 25, so mm. I know, I know I could have, yeah, uh, I've mm. talked myself out of <laughs> a lot of it. You know, how far, how much far, is that right? How far to alone? Father alone. Help me grammar. Um how much farther along could we be had we had we listened to God and and not yeah. been afraid to take steps. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. You know, now. I know and the Lord told me to go to Fisk, but my mm-hmm. flesh led me to Purdue because I didn't want to be far from my boo. Oh, you better come on, boo. 
My boo thing. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. My boo thing. <laughs> and we talk ourselves out of these blessings because we don't think that we're enough. And 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 like what you said earlier, Henry, that it is, it is so true. You know, our thoughts, and we have to remember these thoughts yes. in your head. They can yes. easily be sparked by the devil. Easily yes. sparked by the yeah. enemy. Come on. Now he can't on, read now. our thoughts, but he can definitely see some thoughts. And so right. if we, if we, that's why, you know, and, and, and we make no secret about us being followers of Christ, but you know, if you, yeah. if you don't, if you don't hear from God, you know, Bishop preached, I think it was last weekend or weekend before last, he preached mm-hmm. that if you're not daily in the word of God, in you pray mm-hmm. to anything, mm-hmm. you're, you're open like to that. anything. You know, you're yeah. open to mm-hmm. offense. You're open to low self-esteem. Yeah. Because if you're in this word, and then not only this, what I not only in the word, but what I learned is you got to internalize it. You got to do it. Faith yeah. without works is dead. And the works are according yeah. to the word of God. You know, if we, we profess him, like you said, if we profess him to be Jehovah Jireh, then go ahead and do what he said to do and know that he's going to provide Everything that That's you right. need. That's right. That's it's, right. It's the stuff that we do that gets in the way. I spend so much time looking for a mentor and a business mm-hmm. partner, and mm-hmm. it did not catapult me any further than where I was able to catapult myself alone in the Word of God. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, wow. Mm. But here's the thing. Um, excelling is a lonely place. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it's a lonely place, and yeah. you have to be extremely confident and comfortable in being alone because there are very few people, very few. One hand, I'm talking uh-huh. that will be able to go with you. Sometimes uh-huh. your spouse not gonna understand, you know. And I appreciate Timmy. You know, because he talks about the dilemma. I just want you to get a job that has a, a 401k, a pension, and some longevity. <laughs> and I'm like, that ain't me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is yeah. me, but it's yeah. not me. You know, I I love doing what I did. You know, there was no greater feeling than running yeah. my own business. No greater Yes. Oh, my God. And you know why? Because that is who God has equipped you. That that is that is how that is who He has conjured you up to be. That is your energetic makeout. That is your energetic uh, spiritual blueprint. You are destined to be an entrepreneur. Come on, somebody. I'm not destined. Yeah. Some people are just not destined to work behind the counter at McDonald's. I mean, I'm wrong with that. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because a lot of times we have to start off, you know, from the bottom. But that is not my destiny to be behind nobody's register uh, asking you did you want a pickle or cheese. Come on, somebody. But God is calling you. God is calling you. You for you to be that uh, that supervisor, or that rabbit, not only the supervisor, but that overseer. Come on now, of 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 what he has um, put in your spirit to be. Mm-hmm. Right, and and here's the thing: like I look at Lex and Tim, and what I'm happy about is that I did spark an entrepreneurship spirit in my children. And wow. um what what I like about them is they're also outside the box thinkers. And I always mm. try, you know, um not to put them in a box. You know, I'm like, okay, Timmy Jr., what you want you want you want C B D, you want C B D waters, you want C B what whatever you want, go do it. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever God has put in any if it you know, in the will of God. Now here's the right. thing. We have to be disciplined enough to handle the blessing. That means discipline in our finances, discipline in our thinking, 
disciplined in, in our actions. We can't be pop offish all the time. You know, we can, it's so many self control. You have to be in 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 that realm in order to benefit fully from what God has for us. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Auntie, they, it, the scripture tells, uh, believes in uh, the book of Galatians, tells us, it, it, you know, it says that, uh, that God, uh, it, it tells us not to be under the the, the um, illusion of deception. He says, because God is yeah. not mocked. You know, a yeah. man is going to reap what he sows. Um, and so we have to be careful. Ooh, here we, I, I don't know if see, this, is a, this is the Lord just leading us because he needs, he wants us to get in our spirit about sowing and reaping. And through the through the through the as we were talking earlier through the thought trafficking, um, we have to be careful the seeds that we sow into, and not only in and in, in, uh, individually, but like you were talking about in the in the lives and in the minds of our children, <laughs> yeah. in 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 the in the next in that next generation, we have to be careful. We have to be careful what comes out of our mouths in, in, into the atmosphere. Yeah. Come on now. Are, yeah. Like what you think? Are you sowing? Are you sowing seeds are you of sowing? optimism? Are you sowing yeah. seeds of, of uh, like you were talking about entrepreneurship? You are somebody. God has yeah. created you to be the head and not the tail. We have to apply the word of God into the into the lives of our family, into the into the, the circle of our friends. And what? Listen, every, each. You, TT, Lexus, all of us on here that are on this on this broadcast right now, we are atmosphere changers. Do you hear me? We are able to yeah. speak into the lives of men and 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 witness and witness the manifestation of the change within their lives. God has given us that ability to do that. Yeah, I hear you. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. You believe it, Lex? I do, I do believe it. I do think that um, in both our families, the entrepreneurship has, uh, seeing our parents go through it, has both given us a great insight. And so we both still chose to go to college and um, gain information that way, but then we still uh, both graduated college and came out wanting to open our own business. And like I said, like you said, um, Miss Grayson, a lot of the times it's our mind and our corrupt Ms. thoughts. Miss Grayson, who is that? You mean mom? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Miss Grayson. Hey, Miss Grayson. That was for the, list- <laughs> <for> the listeners. <laughs> wait, Lexi. Wait, Lexi. Miss Grayson. Miss Grayson. Hey, Miss Grayson. <laughs> yeah, you Miss Grayson, girl. Right. <laughs> Ms. Gra- Not Miss Grayson, Miss yeah, Grayson. I- <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think we do. I think we stop. We stop our minds, um, and we stop us being able to prosper in the industry because of our corrupt thoughts and and things of that nature. So I do think that having a plan and being able to uh, actively seek God and listen for His voice, um, I'm telling you, the best step to go is the best way. And so that's kind of. Entrepreneurship, we have both learned, me and my husband have learned that it's not, it's definitely not a race. It's definitely a marathon. And so um, I always tell my husband, he looks at my dad and was like, wow, you know, your dad's doing it. And I'm like, my dad's 50 something. You know, he he was not always at that point. He was not always, um, you know, successful. He started off working a job so that he could have the finances to pay for him to come out of the workforce and be an entrepreneur himself. And so um, you can look at the end picture of everybody's success. You got to know that they started from somewhere. And so as long as you get your start going and you're hearing everything from God and you're praying and you're fasting and you're just listening and being patient, everything will fall into place. And so, um, of course, we have family members that have been through it, and so you kind of learn from what they have made mistakes on. But, of course, you're also going to make your own mistakes. And going into entrepreneurship, you can't believe that you won't make any mistakes, no matter how many books you read, no how many how many people you've talked to, no matter how many people that you think have gone through everything that you could go through. Um, you're bound to make some type of mistake. And so me and my husband have really been focusing on turning your mistakes into lessons. 
and always finding the lesson out of that. Once you figure out the lesson, then you're you're not so prone to make that mistake again. But uh, yeah, the corrupt mind that that message really got to me because you can really shut your own self down just by your thoughts and how you don't have that confidence that you need to and that God has trying to instill on you, in you and allow for it to uh, prosper and come out. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. Favorite. Now, in the book, I also, after each chapter, I have a prayer and an activity. So this is the prayer that follows um, that you are enough. And it says, Lord, help me to know that you're here. You are an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Help me to know that you will stick closer to me than anyone. Help me to believe and be confident. Father God, be the CEO of my life and help me be the CEO of my business. Amen. And amen. then the act- amen. amen. Ain't that good? I have to, who the writer of this book? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I do have to give a shout out to Miss Naomi Kenzie because she did help me um bring this book to uh, fruition. So huge shout out to Naomi Kinsey. So the activity for this chapter is titled To Thine Own Self Be True. And that's by Shakespeare, William Shakespeare. And the activity says, take a good look in the, in the, ooh, in the self-reflecting mirror. Take a good look in the self-reflecting mirror. Write down all that you perceive to be your negative business and personal traits. Ask close friends and families to assist. Then devise a plan, as you mentioned, Lex, devise a plan to overcome each. Create smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timeable goals for self-improvement. So whatever you see, when you look in the self-reflecting mirror that is negative about yourself, write it down and then ask people because what you think isn't negative is negative to some people. I'll never forget this. I don't care that I'm junkie. Okay. Cause that don't bother me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my office desk used to be junkie and a lady came into my office and she said, how could you, you know, how could you, you function like this? And I was like, you know, I meet with y'all on the meeting table. This is my desk. My desk is my desk. If you don't like my desk, don't look at my desk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where we meet is right. nice and clean. But what I've learned through this, is called, it was a 360 test or something like that. And what I learned was that even though I didn't perceive that as a problem, a lot of people do, you know, they need me. Like if they were my direct report, if they needed some solace in me, if junkiness was an issue for them, then I could not provide that solace, you know, and actually even Timmy, my husband feels like if I'm junkie that I don't love him. Because he 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 doesn't want like a, a big issue, and this is for real. Like a big issue with us was my um side of the bed, and he could not stand my pile on the side of the bed. And I was like, "Don't look at it, right?" Right. <laughs> and so somehow, like for real, for real. We he uh, equated my junkiness to mean that I didn't love him. I didn't respect the fact that he didn't like the junkie pal. So you know, even though we don't perceive things to be so, you know, they do. You know, they do have an effect on other people. And so, yeah. in looking at that, we it's important to get other people's perspective of how they feel about you. So even having them fill out some kind of a survey on, on your strengths and your weaknesses, you know? Yeah. Clean it all the way up. Right. (laughs) Then you can also bring to light some of the 
positive attributes that you might have mislooked on yourself, but you have a plethora of other people that all agree on a certain um, characteristic of you that they believe is positive that you might have overlooked. So it can go the good way and the bad way once you are able to ask those other people. So they can add negative things to your list, and they can also um, hopefully add some positive things that you probably overlooked of your own you know, your own self, so. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that, that will give you a head start on um, a lot of things for being an entrepreneur. And so I do, that activity is, think, well planned, well thought out, and I think that it, it should be in everybody's entrepreneurial um, spirit. If that's what you're seeking right now, then I think that's one of the things that you probably should go ahead and do. That self-reflective yeah. mirror, that's not, I'm sure it's not any fun at first. Mm-mm. Sure not at all. And you know what? Can <laughs> I say this? Can I say this? Is that I think it's important that we, and again I say, let's go back to the drawing board when we were talking about the thought trafficking and then the being and yields with the behavior and then the behavior yields the lifestyle or whatever, whatever uh, seed that was planted. But, um, we also have to remember that God um, does things through clarity. So he, he it just desires that we are, even our thinking is a thought of clarity. And that is uh, usually my prayer, uh, my personal prayer, God, you know, to give me clarity of thought. Um, because the scripture tells us that he's not, not saying that your pile of stuff was confusion. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that you better watch that it. God, you better you, watch it. I know, right? I know. I'm not saying that, TT. I love you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that he, God, the scripture tells us that that God is not the author of confusion. And that's just to say that. So um, that that God just, you know, He's a God of clarity. Okay, and and that um, you know just what we do, even in our thinking process, has to be clarified. Things have to be clarified uh, so that we can properly maneuver um, our blueprint, our oh, individuality. Okay. Come on, I like how you wrap that up. I like I like how you package that for your TT. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> now at the end of the chapter I do give a resource um, And what I try to do Is is be re- resourceful For people that read the book And there is a free test On the internet And it's called um, 16 Personalities um, You can go to www.16personalities.com Forward slash Free personality test and what it does is it, it's a, it's, you know what, I want y'all to go do it. Because Henry Third, this test yeah, is yeah. prophetic. It is prophetic. When I read wow. the results from that test, I was like, who is the prophet behind this? I mean, it read me like completely and again it's uh www.16 the number 16 personalities.com forward slash free personality test and you want to do it you i I highly recommend it um i Mm. highly recommend it so we don't have time to go through the whole book of course but that was the first chapter and we're going to skip all the way to the end and go to the end chapter So the last chapter of the book is entitled, What Not Number Eight, Don't Be Afraid to Tap Out. Okay? Don't be afraid to tap out. Okay? Um, So what it says here is, um, I have the quote, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday (laughs) from Cooley High. <laughs> and it says, "Here's my transparent." Sing it, Henry. Do it, do it. <laughs> Which way to go? <laughs> Look, I, I don't remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lord have mercy. I tell you, this is truly the season finale, I'm telling you, y'all. But it says, here's my transparent, vulnerable moment. While I held feelings of embarrassment and disgust at myself for not knowing better and not doing better, I realized I had to make some heavy decisions. Was it time to dissolve? I had become a jack of all trades and a master of none. So the book goes on and on and on. And you got you to gotta buy it, y'all, so you can hear all the things that happen in between, knowing thyself, and then here we are at Should We Dissolve. One of the hardest things for me was when I got the business, I worked the heck out of that business. I want to tell y'all that. We were in seven cities, okay? And what happened was I became the time to make the donuts man. And for the millennials that don't know about that commercial, it was the man that worked at Dunkin' Donuts and got up every morning and would forget his pants or would forget something because he was just focused on going into work and making the donuts. And so for me, that's what it became. Um, I worked hard. I was, I'm a hustler. You know, I'm a hustler, baby. No, <laughs> but um, I, 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 I wanted to make that money. And what happened was I began to edge God out of his own plan, right? Because I don't really, if I look back at it, I don't really think it was his plan for me to be in those seven cities. Because I wasn't uh, sustainable. I wasn't planned out enough. I didn't have all my bases covered. And so with clarity. And I didn't have it because I was going for the carrot. And the carrot was the money that was out there to make. I was like, I can make this. I'm there. I can make this. I'm there too. I can make this over here. I'm there too. What you say? I can make it. I'm there too. And by the time I looked up, we were in seven cities. And I ran myself crazy. Um, I had a horrible accountant. And you got to read the book to hear the story. But I had a horrible accountant. I had horrible things. And what I had become was a jack of all trades and I had mastered nothing. And what I talk about in the book is that you can delegate responsibilities, no, duties. You can delegate duties, but you can never delegate the responsibilities. You got to know that you know. You can't be in business and understand your your product. I knew my product. Now, baby, I can teach a, a doorknob to read, Okay. So I knew my product, but I didn't know business and I didn't, God would have led me to, had I just stayed in tune to God, he would have led me to the appropriate people that could have put me in the right trajectory of success. But I wanted to go out on my own, you know, and I didn't do it on purpose. You know, you you know how the devil what what's the scripture Henry III he creeps up on you unaware? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, and, and and that's what it was. You know, um, there's a song, uh, How Do I Sense the Tide Rising Before It Desensitizes Me? And and that's what was happening. The tide was rising and I didn't see it until just like that I was desensitized to everything. Wow. And I had to make a decision that it was time to tap out because I had made a mess of things. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. What do y'all think about that? Well, I mean, it goes, you know, when I was talking about the, 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 you know, it goes back to the clarity, you know, uh, you know, you know, and, and when we don't have that clarity, um, not saying that you were um, necessarily oblivious to what you wanted or maybe the the things, or rather I should say the, the, the things that God had in store for you. Not saying that you were oblivious, but we, 
we have to have clarity, and there there is a there is a um, there's a form. Um, maybe I shouldn't use the word form. There is just a way that God would have us to accumulate those things, and it's going to be done rightly. Yeah. It's it's decent and in order. That's right. That's why I was gonna. I was just gonna say that it's gonna be done decently and in order. You know, and and that's just not reaching or, or, or attaining certain goals or things that God has for us in our destiny. But that's in every area of our life. God wants us to do things decently and in order. Whatever your business relationships, your romantic relationships, your um, Whatever your connections are, he wants us to do things just decently in order, and through um, through the eyes, through through the through the channel of clarity. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What you think, Lex? Um, yeah, Lex I, I definitely oh. agree. Uh, uh-uh, I'm here. <laughs> I definitely agree. Everything has to be in decent and in order, and um, and so I think that. Um, just being young myself, I know that a lot of times we let we our mind gets a little cloudy and we're trying to listen to ourselves. We're trying to see if we're hearing it from God. But um, like I said, I think you just have to really come to terms with yourself. I think that you have to um, you have to kind of get in tune with yourself and be able to open your mind to listen to God and hear what is exactly for you. And so you having to make that mistake and, um, you know, going through all the things with the accountant, I think that it it had its purpose. You didn't want to have to go through that. Um, you feel like you failed, failed yourself because of some of those things. But I still feel like that um, that needed to be a lesson that was learned. It needed to show um, – so you or be a lesson for the people that are around you um, to know that you can't skip steps. You know, you can't trust everybody. You have to thoroughly go through all the the steps in the process that is built for that part of the business. And so um, I think just being able to clearly listen, I think um, taking ourselves out of it and letting God take over it, honestly, it's the only way it's going to be able to work. And so I did read the book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the book. Um, I read it in one setting. That's how good it was. Um, and Aww. so it was, it was. Yeah, it was a lot. And so um, I even read it Let's, before I my husband. Get my book. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to mail you your book. You can order it on Amazon, though, too. I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should read it. And so I read it before my husband, and I was looking at my husband like, did you know any of this before he read it? And after he read it, he was like, no, like she's, you know, always has been strong. And so I do think that you went through a lot, and I uh, I agree. I think that when God lets you allows you to have a second chance, that you'll, you'll be able to uh, work out those kinks that you had to go through the first time. So I, I'm very excited. I, I love the book. I encourage all the listeners, all our followers, everybody to uh, purchase the book off Amazon. And um, you it, you won't be disappointed. It'll be a great, a great, great read. Like I said, I read it in one setting, and that's how good it was. So Aww. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. I did. It was really good. Thank you, daughter. Wow. It was. <laughs> well, y'all, we have 60 seconds. I want to thank my daughter. I want to thank my nephew for helping me out. I thought I was going to be home alone, but they came through. Y'all, we're going to say goodbye for this season, and we will be back in the fall. Don't forget, Grade A Solutions. Check us out on Facebook and on Instagram, as well as on our webpage. And, y'all, you can pick up the whatnots of entrepreneurship on Amazon. Y'all, we love you. Please tell your friends about us, and we'll be back in September. Y'all, have a great, safe summer. Bye. Bye. Love Love you, Lexi. Love you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Check us out on Facebook, y'all. We'll keep you updated. So long. So long. Love you guys.